When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on our final day of our week talking detox. You recall Monday, we dove into toxic load. Tuesday, we discussed nutrition. Wednesday, we got into exercise. Yesterday, we covered intermittent fasting. And today, we're talking about something equally important, and that's sleep. Absolutely. And I'll say, up until a couple years ago, I had a very sordid relationship with sleep. I guess I considered myself a night owl, so I allowed for some super unhealthy sleep patterns. I'd find myself writing until 4 a.m. and then sleeping until 10, 30, 11 in the morning. And then the sleep that I was getting wasn't great. At this point in time, I was still exercising pretty vigorously, but I couldn't build any muscle. I was exhausted all the time. And believe it or not, I really didn't understand why. Right. We used to put our bodies through hell. It's that risk-reward concept. We didn't really understand the reward of putting ourselves to bed early, getting good sleep, eating right, meditating. So we weren't willing to put the time and energy into doing those things. We weren't willing to risk our social lives, our productivity in exchange for our health. But now that we know how rewarding a healthy lifestyle is, I don't think we'd ever consider going back. I couldn't imagine. I can't even remember how I did it, by the way, because a late night now, I feel like a zombie the next day. The fact that I was functioning at that level for most of my life, I don't even want to think about the level of stress I was putting my body through. I certainly wasn't thinking about allowing myself time to regenerate physically or mentally for that matter. It's called running yourself into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so sleep. How is sleep associated with detoxification? Well, it's not just sleep. It's good sleep. And I bet anyone could guess the exact role it plays in the detoxification process. But Healthline sums it up nicely. Ensuring adequate and quality sleep each night is a must to support your body's health and natural detoxification system. Sleeping allows your brain to reorganize and recharge itself, as well as remove toxic waste byproducts that accumulated throughout the day. One of those waste products is a protein called beta amyloid, which contributes to the development of Alzheimer's disease. With sleep deprivation, your body doesn't have time to perform those functions, so toxins can build up and affect several aspects of health. Poor sleep has been linked to short and long-term health consequences, such as stress, anxiety, high blood pressure, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and obesity. Let's talk how to get good sleep. First of all, we need to be getting between seven and nine hours per night on a regular basis. If you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep at night, it may require some lifestyle changes. The first one, and the one I think most commonly affects us these days, is avoiding blue light in the hours before bedtime. That means mobile devices and computer screens, though there are settings on most phones and computers to reduce blue light. You can also wear blue blocker glasses. Sticking to a schedule helps too. I mean, it's tough right now because I have two little kids, so that's hard. But if you don't have kids, try to put yourself to bed at the same time every night and wake up at the same time every morning. You don't ever want to be eating added sugar, but certainly not before bed. In fact, this is where intermittent fasting comes in handy. It's best not to eat before bed at all. Right. Give your digestion system time to settle. 
Imagine eating, laying flat on your back, and telling your body to enter regeneration when it's still in the middle of digestion. It's just not logical. Create space between your final meal of the day and the time when you lay down for bed. Caffeine may be a problem too. If you're still drinking coffee midday, you may be feeling those effects at bedtime. Alcohol can disrupt sleep as well, especially with sugar-filled mixers. The goal here is that we re-engage with the circadian rhythm. That's our body's natural alignment with day, night, and sleep. Our bodies begin to secrete melatonin at 9 p.m. Our deepest sleep should be happening around 2 a.m., our lowest body temperature hits at around 4.30 a.m., and then our sharpest rise in blood pressure happens around 6.45 a.m., generally with the rising sun. This tells us, ideally, we're in bed between 9 and 6.30 a.m., which means we're sleeping between 9.30, 10 p.m., and waking up around 6 or 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And as far as our day goes, our highest alertness should occur at 10 a.m. Our highest level of coordination is at 4.30 p.m. Our best cardiovascular and muscle efficiency is at 5.30 p.m. Our highest blood pressure is at 6.30 p.m. And then we reach our highest body temperature at 7 p.m. So generally, we should be eating our final meal of the day at 6 p.m. Right. It's science. It's interesting stuff. And again, it goes back to the way we evolved as a species, hunting, gathering, our relationship with the sun and our sources of food. It's how natural selection affected our ancestors. It may be a different world than the one our ancestors knew, but our bodies are a result of them all the same. We wanted to cover detoxification for so many reasons. I think it's an incredibly important conversation that's just not being addressed as often as it needs to be. In general, people aren't quite as aware as they should be of the role toxicity plays in our well-being. It's not only about what's causing toxic load, our environment, our food, our lifestyle. It's also about how we're giving our bodies a fighting chance. And this comes into play in major, major ways from everyday immunity to fighting off cancer before it begins to spread. But at the end of the day, just like everything we discussed on Grateful Grains, this is work that belongs entirely to you. But at the end of the day, just like everything that we've discussed on Grateful Grains, this is work that belongs entirely to you. These conversations are meant to be informative, but there's more to be said. There's more to be covered. We hope you take the information and run with it and do your own diggy. I want to close with a quote this week. Hippocrates said, before you heal someone, ask them if they're willing to give up the things that made them sick. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. You can find me at B. McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. Be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Thanks so much for tuning into our week on detoxification. Join us next week as we embark on an all new adventure. This time, it's all about creating change. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.